Let's celebrate the magic of short stories and poems. They are truly magical, aren't they? They make us feel happiness, heartbreak, horror, hope, hatred, and so much more. Namaste people. Welcome to Shweta's Basket, a weekly stories and poems podcast, and I'm your host Shweta Singh. The story that I have for you today is based on a true incident. It is titled Exodus and is written by the very talented Shireen Shahab. Shireen is a reader, a nature lover, and an amateur photographer. She is also a die-hard chai fan. She loves to write short stories, and a few of her short stories and mini tales have been published in anthologies by The Hive. For more of her stories and poems, check out the online writing platform Penmency and a Facebook page Alfaz Shireen. Links to both will be in the show notes. So this is Exodus written by Shireen Shahab. Mitty listened to the fading cries of the baby with apprehension. He had been crying for water for a long time now. His incessant cries had hardened her heart. It did not jump in her ribcage like a frightened doe anymore. Still, the tearless cries and the sunken spot in his forehead were a cause for worry. She needed water for her baby and needed it quickly. Maybe if she wasn't made reckless because of her motherly concerns, all that happened later wouldn't have happened so many of her friends and neighbors wouldn't have lost their lives our village wouldn't have become devoid of its hustle and bustle resulting in empty streets and emptier hearths she wouldn't be held responsible for all that happened but fate <laughs> fate makes us all instruments of its will She was a mother and mothers are the weaklings where the children are concerned and tragedy well knows where to aim her blows The small village where Mitty lived on the outskirts with her husband an 8 month old child was like hundreds of others scattered across the arid lands They were Valmikis a lower caste and had been relegated to the outskirts of the village with all the others of the same social footing if not the same caste the drain cleaners the mice killers the shoemakers all taking care of the elite in some way or the other deserving of their money but not of their compassion reduced to living at the edge of consciousness of those whom the gods had favored with higher birth dilapidated makeshift juggies dotted the small settlement passing off as homes one small well was dedicated for their use its hard brackish water was hardly sufficient for the use of 100 or so families huddled around together in the settlement it was a sweltering june afternoon when a daily ration of water supposed to last for the whole day ran out 
there would be no water to be brought up at this time from the well maybe she could draw some water from the well early next morning when the earth had cooled enough to relent a little but she hardly had the time or the patience the neighbors they guarded their own rations zealously and none of them would be willing to share their hard-fought meager ration of water with her anyway the thought of the upper caste well situated not too far away from a dilapidated juggi kept returning uninvited to the realm of her worried thoughts what if i draw some water from there she thought but touching that well or even being seen in its vicinity was forbidden for the dalits it was afternoon and everyone was either slumbering or sheltering inside their walls from the simmering heat no one was out the streets were quiet and deserted she considered her possibility i could be there and be back in no time with no one the wiser she stood there racked with indecision for the touching of the dwell by a dalit was unheard of and the penalty severe her confused thoughts were jolted by another mewling cry this one much fainter than the others she could not control herself any longer throwing all thoughts of propriety aside she proceeded towards that other well with haste it was only later after everything had happened that she wished she had not taken that hasty decision for one life saved could hardly compensate for several that were lost to death meanwhile radhika plump with youth and flush with recently experienced love hastened along the same empty street glancing around to see if anyone was there to witness her afternoon sojourn she had slipped out of her home as soon as everyone was asleep the time for the afternoon siesta was the perfect opportunity for her to meet sundar that beguiling youth from the next village he had won her over last navratri heart body and soul these clandestine meetings with him were for her the highlight of her day but she was not naive enough to be complacent she had a very astute idea of how her parents would react if they found out about her afternoon assignation and she was trying her very best to reach home unobserved while keenly scouring for unseen eyes she glanced upon mitty who was drawing water from the well before she had time to wonder as to who was foolish enough to draw water in this killing heat she saw mitty slink away stealthily towards the lower caste settlement radhika realized the import of what she had seen with a chill creeping up her spine her indignation at this preposterous act won resoundingly in the battle with the fear of discovery and she lost no time in informing the elders of this thoughtless disregard of age old laws and beliefs the upper caste section was soon in uproar the news was whispered quickly along the creaking doors and a meeting was soon held to decide upon the course of action 
in retaliation to this blasphemy of an act. Maybe the heat contributed to the anger of the community gathered together, for when the decision to poison the other well was finalized in the meeting, nobody, absolutely nobody spoke up against it. No one tried to cool the simmering resentment and no one mentioned that the proposed act was against humanity itself. Poor Mithi, who had some extra ration of water on account of her stealthy actions of the day before, woke up late the next day as she did not have to join early in the war of water withdrawal. As she stepped out of her excuse of her door, she could hear loud keening from all around. Unknown to her, her actions had brought death to the doors of her friends and neighbors who had brought home the water from the well and drank it unknowingly. Many had already lost their lives by the time those remaining realized the perils of the poisoned water. It was a sad day in the settlement, but sadness soon turned to anger on learning that this monstrous act was carried out by the self-righteous, privileged, upper-class pricks in the village. Having no outlet for their anger, the community decided to leave this bloodthirsty land where they had to pay for a drop of water with their lives. Before leaving, they met the punch and told him and those of his ilk. It was only by an accident of birth that you are high-born and we are low-born. God, in his infinite wisdom, decreed jobs for each of us. Who would do the lowly jobs if there were no low-borns? Yet, he also asked us to treat each other with love, kindness and compassion. From your high pedestal, you forgot to look at us as humans and in your ego and pride, you shed your humanity when you carried out this unspeakable act. We are leaving the settlement. We will take the story of the atrocity carried out on us and make sure everyone recognizes you for the demons you all are. We will ensure no lowborn ever comes here for the myriad tasks that you need us but give no credit for. No one will clean your waist. No one will mend your shoes. No one will bury your dead. You are welcome to your pedestals. Soon, the settlement emptied. The story became famous far and wide. All lower caste individuals, even when bribed with obscene amounts of money, refused to work in the town. Slowly, the waste turned into mountains. The cleaning of toilet had to be done by the privileged people themselves. God forbid if some septic tank choked. But God didn't forbid it. The stench and the smell became overbearing. Yet no one came. Except the rains. With the rains came disease which thrived on the filth and garbage. People started dying and found no one would carry out the cremations. With the bodies lying around, decomposing, with a ritualistic closure, the highborn people understood that sometimes death is not the worst that one can face. Sometimes 
it can be the indignity their loved ones have to face after death hadn't great personalities who passed insisted that cleanliness is next to godliness <laughs> the privileged class thought themselves superior to those who ensured cleanliness in their lives but long years of hubris had deposited a layer of grime in the guise of pride on their conscience they had aspired to be godly but had failed to even hold on to their humanity it became acidus to live with the stark reminders of their failure staring at them day in and day out and slowly the exodus began leaving behind empty streets and empty homes and thus the saga which began with the frail cries of a thirsty baby now resonated eerily in the lifeless streets of a once bustling village after i read the story i had asked shireen what had inspired her to write this and this is what she had to say the story was born as most of my stories are a small news report where it was mentioned how the lower caste well in a village had been poisoned by the upper caste people as punishment it is a testament to my helplessness to do something concrete towards making a better world for our future generations and my inability to understand the depravity that human beings can subject their fellow human beings to i can't do much so i write i hope somehow somewhere it can ignite a small spark and that my dear friends is what we as authors and narrators hope for apart from humor which is equally important especially in these times it is important to keep raising these issues through stories and plays through the written word and the spoken word through audios and videos the change will come maybe not as fast as we would like it to but it will come and on that note changing gears we move on to our one question section last week i had asked you what was the first thing she had bought before hitting the gym This was from the poem Jim Kasiappa written by Nisha Tandon. And the right answer is a branded tracksuit. As usual, I got my first answer from Vasudha ji. You know, last time Vasudha ji had told me that she waits for my tag on the FB post. And this time I told Vasudha ji that I look forward to her DMs once my episode is uploaded. And the other one to send the answer was Gauri Gauri Bhargav Thank you Gauri for listening to the episode and sending in your answer Guys do you know that Gauri is a very talented storyteller she has her own youtube channel do check it out and subscribe to it it's called Gauri storyteller and the link to that will be in the show notes too And quickly moving on to our one question for this week name the person who saw Mithi drawing water from the upper caste well as you know you have three ways in which you can send in your answers you can dm me on facebook or instagram or email your answers to shweta@shwetasbasket.com and do join me next friday when i bring 
two very heartwarming poems titled Bitia and Yade written by the artist and blogger Pooja Kabra And with that guys we come to the end of this episode Do subscribe to my website www.twaitasbasket.com so that you're always up to date with what's new in the basket and stories and poems are not the only things you will find book movie and restaurant reviews in the basket too and if you enjoyed this episode then follow or like the podcast share our episode on your timeline and tag us and recommend us to your friends help us reach more people shweta's basket is available on 18 different platforms like spotify apple and google podcast gana jio seven and others We're also on YouTube. For the complete list, check out the show notes. And if you want to get in touch with me, I am on Facebook and Instagram, and my handle is Shweta's Basket. And guys, in this day and age, it's a good idea to have a website. So if you're thinking of having one, then listen on, because having a good-looking and professional website is just a click away. In the meantime, this is your host Shweta Singh. signing off till we meet again on the air next friday bye for now do you want to have a website of your own are you a writer photographer actor makeup artist hairstylist or even a tutor singer painter journalist consultant or do you have your own cafe restaurant resort holiday home shop small business hospital or even a blog wordpress or blogspot account that you want to migrate to a good looking website well look no further the geeks will help you and you will find them in the geeks room at artunzen just click on the link in the episode description yes it's that simple to have a website my website is hosted and managed by them and want to know what i love about them they are professional customer pleasers straight talkers and very competently priced So what are you waiting for? Your website is just a click away.